Lori Houston's News for the Heart is dedicated to helping you give a voice to your own soul. Our hearts have the power to free us from pain and the struggles that keep us from awakening to our true essence. Join Lori now as we delve into our heart and soul to find the path that will open us to the possibilities and lead us to the life we love to live. And good afternoon. This is News for the Heart. And today I have my awesome co-host, Jean Adrian. And uh, I know that we've talked about, you know, kind of what happened uh, last, well, I guess it's been almost two months now. And, yeah, two months. Wow. And uh, so we talked about that last last one, last month and gratitude and how, you know, how you've just, you know, transformed everything that's happened and turned it into, you know, a, such a beautiful opportunity for you. So, you know, again, I'm always so amazed at, you know, how open and loving and giving you are, which kind of segues into what we wanted to talk about today, which is, you know, we wanted to look at, well, we're going to look at the M word because that's technically we are recording this on the day that it started, but we're also going to talk about, you know, the energy and spirit of the holidays and Christmas and, you know, maybe, maybe end it with um, some thoughts on the on New Year's and New Year's resolutions. Um, we'll see how, how far we can get done today. But uh, yeah, so welcome, Jean. Thank you, Lori. You always <laughs> make my head feel so big. <laughs> really? Yeah. <laughs> so, okay. So today, even though people aren't going to get this till Friday, um, the M word started, so we are in Mercury retrograde. I guess, you know, people have probably been feeling it a little bit um, as we've moved into this time, especially they say around two weeks before, although the shadow period actually started at the very beginning of the month. Um, and it goes until the 8th of January, which means um, New Year's as well. So Although we talked about it on Jean's show, I just want to briefly go through it again. You know, just be extra cautious and be prepared that if you do anything electronically, um, if you haven't bought any electronic gifts yet, or even uh, even cards that will be um, that will have electronic um, money on them, just just be careful. And when you make your New Year's reservations, because it is on a weekend this year, so a lot of people will be going out. There is an interesting energy with this one. It's about it's about playing more. So, you know, as we move into kind of the colder weather and the stormy weather that we've been having, um, you know, just be extra little, little extra careful, but play and then be responsible, especially uh, for New Year's Eve, because there's another influence or transit with regards to Neptune and Neptune is all about our addictions. So just be really careful. Do not drink and drive. If you want to drink, just be responsible. Have fun. Like this is a, this is actually, this is the only time I've ever known a Mercury retrograde to be about having fun. So, you know, enjoy yourselves, take this time, enjoy yourselves. This is a nice, you know, we're moving into a very relaxing time. You know, a lot of people hibernate. It's, it's just, it's just a nice time. And we are going to talk about the energy of the season, but just, you know, enjoy yourself, just be responsible. And, uh, Call Uber. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> there you go. All right. So, or, yeah. or you know, have the party at your place because um, it, it does suggest also quiet 
you know, get togethers are better for this. Yeah, for whatever call reason. Uber for your guests. <laughs> yeah. You do that. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> All right. So, Jean, I know you wanted to sort of talk about Christmas and the holidays and yeah. an interesting kind of thing that came up with, with regards to you. Yeah. So um, I have a client who was for most of her life, very, very um, deeply involved in traditional Christianity. And over the last three years, perhaps, she's gotten more involved in metaphysics and spirituality. And she was, she called me the other day because she was having a really hard time reconciling the two. She said, well, I just, you know, I'm feeling very conflicted. Um, I, I, I don't, I can't even get into putting up a Christmas tree this year because, you know, that I'm not into that anymore and, you know, and and whatever. And, uh, she wanted my advice and I told her, I said, you know, sweetie, um, it's all about the, the energy of the season and that, you know, this season was being celebrated long before Jesus ever came on the scene. And, you know, um, and in fact, when Constantine, um, sort of had his council, in 325 to sort of organize the Christian religion, he actually picked the date of a pagan holiday Mm -hmm. as the birth of Christ. Because I'm pretty sure Jesus was a Pisces. So (laughs) (laughs) just saying, Um, you know, um, and everybody, everybody else would probably say, well, I'm sure that he was their sign as well. Mm -hmm. You know, so there you go. Um, And so, you know, I told her, why not just get into the joy and the renewal of love and of giving and receiving and of that childlike um, anticipation of the wonder in the air and and just enjoy the, the celebration of that rather than getting hung up on whose stars on top of that tree. Right. And she likes that. <clears throat> Well, it's so true. I mean, I love every year. I love to talk about the magic. I I mean, I usually say the magic of Christmas, but I can just as easily say the magic of the holidays. Mm. I mean, the the symbol of Santa Claus, I mean, it is about the generosity and the giving of 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 love, of gifts, of of appreciation and gratitude. It's not it's not so much, you know, the figure, it's not so much the day, it's, it's the energy around it and how we all sort of come together and families get together and friends get together. I mean, it's just a very joyful, joyful and loving time. It's a time where, you know, we have opportunities to shift the energies um, all around us with a very innocent, childlike, loving, giving energy. And I think we kind of get lost in it a lot of the times. Certainly commercialism has kind of done that. Um, Religions, I, I love what you said. I mean, Constantine was trying to create one religion. So he used pagan, Celtic, um, Druid, um, holidays to bring in, 
you know, everybody that was not, was not, you know, in a, you know, wasn't in an organized religion, so to speak, wasn't in like Judaism or, you know, some of the older religions, this, he was trying to create something. And that's exactly what he did. I mean, he, and we're not saying I'm not going to get into a religious discussion here. (laughs) However, good idea. Yeah. mm. (laughs) You know, it, it's, it's not about, it's, it's definitely about, you know, the wonder and love of Jesus and his energy and, you know, what he's given to the world. But it's also about that, just that loving gesture. Even with Jesus, I mean, there were gifts. I mean, it's all about loving. It's all about giving. It's not about, you know, what, what, what I can get from this. It's about what can you give for this? And, and I think that's one of the biggest lessons we learn about love and especially around this time. And it feels so much better to give than it does to receive. I mean, so much better. And you get excited when you start thinking about like, you know, what do you want? What, what would this person like? Or, you know, oh, there's a great, there's a great sale on something I love. So who would like it that I, you know, that is similar to me? I mean, it's just this wonderful opportunity to spread, you know, your own joy to others. And it's, and to me, that's the magic. And I, I just, I, I adore this time of year because it is more touchable. It's like, it's, it's very, um, it's very real and present because it's been going on for centuries and millennia. And it's just, it's an ancient, ancient ritual that is there. It's just, it's just this beautiful time. I mean, I guess, you know, Celtic wise or pagan wise, I mean, yeah, it had to do with solstice um, and, you know, going into the longest day, but I mean, it was celebrated. It was, you know, gifts were given then and, and, you know, it was about, you know, what kind of gifts you could offer with regards to food and stuff. I mean, it, it's just this beautiful celebration that we can connect in with and really, I don't know, just play with it. So it really fits in with the Mercury retrograde energy of playing and it fits in with, you know, just giving, just giving of yourself. You know, the thing, the thing is we focus so much on ourselves most of the time. So this is a time that we can just shift the energy completely. And, you know, hmm, let's face it, as we move from Thanksgiving into this time, I mean, this is, this is one of the times that a lot of people have difficulty with. And, you know, some of the, some of the difficulty may have been disappointment as a child, not getting what you wanted, but a lot of the difficulties have more to do with our relationships with our family. And I honestly believe that this is an opportunity for us to just take some time before you get involved in your Christmas dinner or your, you know, your next outing with your family, you know, take some time and look at kind of what is happening in the family dynamics. Well, speaking of Mercury retrograde, we just had a lovely Mercury Mercury retrograde moment with my computer crashing and we just got on hold for a little bit. So where I was, um, we were talking about, um, you know, when you get together with your family and before you get together with your family, just to sort of consider what is, 
you know, what the dynamics of your family is so that you can, um, you know, instead of thinking about how they affect you, start thinking about how you can, how you can give to them. Like think of, you know, something to shift them out of their, um, their role, their trigger by, you know, offering a compliment or what I've started doing this year is I've started offering, you know, reasons that I'm grateful for people. And uh, that's what I'm putting in my, you know, with my gifts and everything. I just, to me, it can't, I came up with it while I was talking with Tom Campbell. Um, it just, it just was something that I was thinking, okay, so how can, you know, we do this differently? And so that's how I'm going to start doing it differently. So when my mom starts to trigger me, I can just go into, you know, what am I grateful for? And whether I say it to her or whether it's just for me, I know that it will help shift me out. And also to look into, look from their perspective, from their shoes, how they, you know, may be feeling. I mean, you know, my mom is over 90 and so she, you know, she's set in her ways. She's not going to change her ways. I don't need her to change. I can accept her for who she is. And it's just me that just needs to shift what it is that I'm looking at and why it triggers me because it, it doesn't really have anything to do with her. So um, it, it always has to do with me. And, you know, what can I do to make it better for her? What can I give to her? And so these are the things that I'm thinking about this holiday season um, to to you know, shift that energy from, you know, sometimes getting frustrated and angry to, you know, giving and loving, which is what the season's about. So if I want to walk my talk, (laughs) it's about, you know, how can I move into this energy? How can I, you know, be, use this energy in a way that, you know, will shift it so that I don't have to get stuck in old patterns and, um, and, it will allow me to capture the magic of the season uh, for myself. Yeah. And, you know, because the timing on this is really kind of interesting um, because with Mercury retrograde and one of the things that we do during Mercury retrograde times that we do more successfully is to do things that begin with RE. So if you look at that from the standpoint of renewing relationships, um, then you're really in alignment with everything that we're dealing with with this Mercury retrograde, Um, you know, fun, making renewing the family relationships fun and doing just exactly what you said, Lori, is a good way to do that. Mm -hmm. I just think, you know, we get so caught up in our own drama, especially with family, Um, that we kind of forget about, I mean, we even sometimes forget about doing our own work until we get home or whatever, (laughs) Yeah, you know? So it's like stopping it before it even happens by just really being ultra aware and just, you know, it is about having fun. You know, we take everything so seriously. We really, you know, this really is an opportunity for us to enjoy, like really, truly enjoy and speaking of enjoying, I just um, 
<laughs> my early Christmas gift was was buying a tiny, tiny little Persian kitten who, you know, brings joy pretty much every second of the day. <laughs> She's very tiny, though, but she is so incredible. She's just got this, I don't know, it's just this pure love that comes from her. And um, I know she's going to be a little healer kitten, but she's just amazing. Like I just, it was like the best thing I could have done for myself after, you yeah. know, everything that happened and just, a, you know, a very difficult time at, uh, in the beginning of October. So I just, I, you know, I wasn't ready for that. And so I just, I knew, I knew she was, I knew I was going to get another kitten and, uh, so I just had started looking and then I sort of forgot and then there she was. So mm. it was kind of a this, you know, lovely synchronistic uh, coincidences that led me to, you know, to finding this beautiful little soul. So very blessed. Cool. And for those of you who don't know what she's talking about, go on her Facebook page because she's posted a bunch of pictures and little angel is just adorable. It'll brighten your day. I promise. Yeah. As one, as one, one of my friends said, as I pulled up your page and started looking, she said, everybody that was in the room started squealing (laughs) with cuteness because she has three daughters. So yeah, she's a, pretty cute little thing. Okay, so I guess now we could sort of talk about um, New Year's because by the time you get this, well, yes, you'll be into the Christmas season. And then, you know, obviously, a week away is New Year's. And a lot of us think about, you know, New Year's resolutions. And I know we've talked about this. And I think it's always worth, you know, bringing up every year sort of thing. To me, it's not about doing. I mean, I, you know, we all have these things where we think this is what we need to do. And honestly, I'm not sure that doing actually helps us with very much. (laughs) And I'm sorry, coaches, I know that that's what you, you know, that's kind of what your job is. I'm kind of hoping that you shift your jobs to um, getting people to focus more on what the hell they want to be, instead of all the things that they can do. And, you know, you know, the, the top ones are usually always the same. It usually has to do with losing weight, um, changing relationships, um, changing jobs, um, getting more exercise, stop smoking, all the things that, um, I don't know, it's like, I don't know why the magical day of New Year's makes people do this. But I mean, it's kind of ingrained in the collective unconscious, I think, that starting a new year means, you know, making changes and I'm all for making changes as long as they're within ourselves. Like, I think one of the biggest problems is, you know, with the losing weight things. Let's put that as one of them, since that's such a big one for so many of us. <laughs> um, you know, we 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 want to change it. We want to fix it. We want to do something. And we keep doing things. And unless it comes from a state of being... It's, it usually leads to failure. It usually leads to us, you know, going back to our old patterns eventually and, you know, not, you know, not really changing anything. It's just shifting, you know, just doing things differently, finding a new diet, finding a different thing, finding something to do instead of focusing on how we want to be. 
And I think, you know, with regards to health, it's the same way. You know, a lot of the times we're focusing on what we don't want. So when we think about losing weight or getting our health back in order, we're often thinking about, you know, all the things that aren't working. And of course, that's not helping us either. So the whole idea of changing and, you know, it's really to me focusing on, you know, how you want to be. So if you want to be happier, if you want to be uh, more peaceful, if you want, like, these are things that come from within you. They're not something outside of you. They're not something tangible that you can, you know, I know that, (laughs) I know that we often fall into that category of, you know, someone makes us happy, or if I just got this job, I would be happy. Or once I get this amazing, you know, apartment, I'll be happy. Like all the things we, we think those outside things will make us happy. And those outside things don't make us happy unless we're happy inside. And so my offering for moving into the new year is to instead of thinking of all the things, I mean, maybe start there. Think of the things you want to change. Think of the things that aren't working in your life. And then instead of, you know, looking at what you can do to change those, maybe shift your focus on to how would you like to feel? What is it, you know, if we're happy and we come from that space of happiness all the time. So if our, if our main essence is this joy and happiness that exudes from us, that, you know, comes from the essence within our heart, then everything around us looks differently. When we're depressed or we're um, sad or we're angry, you know, we see the world from that state. So if we can consciously choose a state, and I think, you know, when I think about all that you've been through, Jean, um, how you're choosing to see this experience, how you're choosing to be and, you know, that you have been grateful and... Um, that gratitude, you know, exudes from you and just the gifts that you've been able to see and acknowledge that allows you to experience everything in a completely different way. For sure. And you know what, this year, for the first time in many years, one of those things on my list of things that I would like to shift is not losing weight. Because <laughs> guess what? When you can't eat for three weeks, you lose weight. (laughs) And so I'm very grateful for that not being one of the things on my list this year. There you go. (laughs) But you've been... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> you've been doing a great job on that anyway. That's something that you've been working on for a long time. And right. I mean, yeah. And I, I'm not identified with who I am because of what I weigh. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, that, that, that piece has really shifted for me. And, and that's a really good thing. Right. Right. And I think it's, it's important for us to, you know, acknowledge that it just, to see that it, it, you know, that state of being that even, I don't know, I don't know if you call it thinness, but I think it comes from a state of happiness. Like, I think it comes mm-hmm. from you feeling confident and feeling Loving beautiful. myself. It, it's, you know, it's that, as Alea Dow would put it, it's activating that complete vibration of self-love inside myself. Right. Or just feeling beautiful instead of, you know, always criticizing ourselves and judging ourselves and, you know, it's, 
it's that inner place, that beautiful thing that you can find within you that doesn't have to do, has no conditions attached to it. <laughs> it doesn't Yeah, have- and you know, that's really been kind of a, an interesting sort of um, sidebar for this whole adventure that I've been on. Um, that so many people to ask me, you know, you've always, you know, you've always been a beautiful woman and you've been, you know, identified with, um, looking good and all that kind of stuff. And now you have, um, you've done this damage to your face and, um, you know, how's that working for you and that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. And, you know, what it, what it's taught me is that, you know, if I was that identified with how I looked, I would be miserable, (laughs) you know, and I'm not. And so, um, you know, my life goes on and it, it, and it, it's not about how I look. It's who who I am inside. So that's been a big piece of this. Right. But a hard piece. I mean, I mean, it's a great piece for you, but it is, you know, when you think about it, I mean, we, you know, we have so many issues around aging and, you know, so many things that we, you know, aren't happy with that we, you know, we kind of hope that we can change or do something that will change it or get the, you know, the perfect lotion or the, you know, whatever. It's interesting. The magic bullet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's interesting how much time and energy we focus on doing instead of, you know, shifting that space within us just to be and feel beautiful instead of, you know, and then I, th- I honestly think that you can see yourself differently and others will see yourself differently. The ironic part is if you're connected from a soul level with someone, they don't care what you look like. They're going to, they're not going to, it's not going to be about your looks. It's going to be about the energy that attracts them to you. It's going to be that essence that is you, that is what is, you know, the reason the two of you get together. I mean, it's, it's just really interesting that it can be so, opposite of what we've been trying to do and trying to force and trying to control and trying to change and trying to fix when it really has more to do with, you know, shifting inside. And so that's why I, you know, kind of offer this opportunity for as you, you know, as you start to think about what you would like for this new year, which, you know, is important because as of September 9th, you know, we we are, have ended the nine-year cycle. So September 9th was a 999 day. And, you know, from September 9th to January 1st, we've been sort of completing the last bits of the nine-year cycle. And on January 1st, so of all the years to make resolutions or of all the years to know, you know, to sort of play with that energy of what you would like to move into as you move into the new year. This is the year because on January 1st, it begins the one year. It's a one, one, one. So it's kind of important if, you know, to, to consider it, to talk about it, to work with it, to play with it and to have fun with it. But I just, you know, I offer you an opportunity to look at it just slightly differently. What about you, Jane? I agree with you completely. And um, I do think that, um, especially in line with play and, um, and this starting uh, a new year, a new cycle, that it's really important, though, to focus on 
what are the possibilities? And Absolutely. look out of that field of pure potential. And, you know, um, again, play in it. Play with the what ifs. What if this was so in my life? How would I feel? What if that was a possibility in my life? How would I feel? And start living from the idea that you already have it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, so that you can, you know, radiate that energy out and, and it tells the universe that this is what you're ready for instead of focusing on what you don't want, which is where we usually come from. And it's it seems subtle, but if you keep focusing on what you don't want, and, and I'm not, you know, saying that the law of attraction works exactly like that, but it's the energy of which you vibrate. It is how you focus your energy. It's where you put your focus And if you can shift your focus to how, you know, to this beautiful place, like, I know what I was doing wrong, you know, a few years ago, and I hear it every time I talk to, you know, certain people who, you know, are normally, you know, quite happy, but as soon as there's this longing, or they feel that there's this emptiness, and then they focus on that emptiness, and you can just see how, as soon as they start focusing on that emptiness, or that confusion, or that sadness, um, Bingo. Yeah, you just feel the energy slipping away that was their happy place. Yeah. And so... Einstein's 20-20, isn't it? You know? And I knew that, you know, I, I'd done so much work. And I it's funny because I have this, you know, love-hate relationship with the law of attraction, mostly because, you know... <laughs> the secret was kind of based more on greed and it didn't really help us kind of go inside and it, and it it gave us these wonderful opportunities it gave us you know the magic of i guess focusing on you know greater things than um and and just having that belief but until you actually have the belief it's not going to happen so there's that piece of you know how big can you go before your belief system says, yeah, that's a nice pipe dream, but that's never going to happen. So there's that too, you know, we kind of get so excited and we want to see the possibilities and we want to dream. But as soon as it gets a little too outside of our reality of what we believe is possible, we stop believing that that's a possibility and we just see it as a dream. So there's, there's a few things that I think that the law of attraction sort of missed out, or at least the secret sort of missed out on, you know, what it is, but you really do truly have to believe you have to know you have to, you have to be that energy. It's not so much about the house and the relationships and the stuff. It's, it's about how you are within you. It's that energy that you can exude. And it's, it's, what you want to be like it has way more to do with you know what what makes you happy like what what is happiness to you and you know think about what would make you happy but don't focus on those things outside of you focus on the happiness focus on bringing what that thing outside of you will you think will give you and focus on that feeling inside instead of the outside does that make sense it does. It All right. Does. Any last moments or last moments, any last thoughts? <laughs> I think we've really, um, I think we've really laid it out for the listeners in a good way, a way that is um, something that they can use. And I know that I'm going to use it. 
There you go. So, yeah. Nice. So, well, again, just I want to wish you the happiest of holiday seasons, um, especially with your new angel. <laughs> and uh, that all your dreams come true, everybody. Yeah. And yes, the same. I just, I am grateful to all of you that listen to our show. I'm grateful to you, Jean, for just the beauty that you exude and, uh, and the love that you share. And I'm just, you know, I'm just very grateful for all that this year has taught me. It's been, it's been an interesting year and I'm sure you can say the same. Uh And I am very happy that we'll be starting a new, you know, one year that will, uh, that has, that is full of potential and possibilities. And, I wish and we're bringing along with us all the wonderful things that we learn. Exactly. Yes. So I'm grateful for that too. Yes, because nine years ago when we started a, a year one, I was not anywhere near where I am now. <laughs> oh, me either. So, me either. yeah, I'm grateful for all the learning that I've had and uh, the growing towards love. So we love you. We hope you have an amazing holiday season and we'll be back next year. Thanks, Jean. Thank you, Lori. Have a question for Lori and want to be on the next news from the Heart Show? Drop us a line via instant feedback at bmajor.org. News from the Heart is brought to you by Intuitive Soul and is produced by Major Radio for Clear Channel's iHeartRadio and bmajor.org.